What's up, my freedomist? Today, I'd like you to think about why you should never judge your bad ideas. I've been reading a great book recently. Well, actually, I started reading it last year, and I love coming back to it. It's called Originals from Adam Grant, who is actually one of the youngest professors. Um, In fact, I think the youngest full professor at Wharton Business School in the US. He's written several books. And I just really like the way he thinks. And in his book, Originals, he talks about what actually makes us original. And one point that I wanted to pull out of it, which I think is so critical, is that people who come up with genius ideas or incredible masterpieces or groundbreaking technology have often had so many bad ideas before they get to that point. And I think that's just one of the key things that I got out of his book was that they're not necessarily smarter or more talented. They've just had an incredible number of ideas. Their output of ideas is probably 10, 20, 30 times higher than yours. And so out of all those ideas, many of which completely bomb, there's one brilliant idea or there's one result that really helps them to create a winner or create an incredible result. And Why I love this is that if I think back on my path, I have created an extraordinary number of products and services, more than I sometimes realize. Like I always focus on my key programs that I've really continued to tweak and improve, like the Freedom Plan, my my key universal program that I'm so proud of. But then before that, I've had a number of digital products, eBooks, and because I consistently remove them, update them, or better them, or come out with something better, I often forget (laughs) that throughout the eight years of my business, I have produced an extraordinary amount of not only content, but also offerings, services, products, workshops, retreats, etc. And if I really think about it, many of those have been good, several of those have been great, and a large number of those have been pretty meh. And if I hadn't gone through the output to get to where I wanted with those in the first place, I wonder how many of the great ones would have been really as good as they were. And then I've also had some complete flops. And I remember listening to Denise Duffield-Thomas at an event in Austin recently where she talked about all these ridiculous, well, they probably weren't ridiculous at the time, but all these ways that she tried to earn money early on in her career before she hit on the Lucky Bitch brand and really found her niche of helping people manifest and master their money mindset. And it was just incredible to hear about all the things she tried. I mean, we laughed out loud and she laughed at it and she even showed sales pages and offers that she'd put out and just how ridiculous they looked. So I wanted to just share that with you in the hope that you won't get down on yourself, that you won't be so critical of yourself when you're coming up with these ideas that seem great in the moment and then a couple of days later or even weeks later or months later, you really laugh at and think, what was I thinking? And I want to share right now a short excerpt from... Adam Grant's TED Talk, which is The Surprising Habits of Original Thinkers. So I will link to that in the show notes at nataliesisson.com forward slash 40, or depending on what you're listening to this in, just click on the show notes if you want to see his full TED Talk. But this is just the piece around not judging your bad ideas. And that's essentially what I want to leave you with today, is to Go easy on yourself and continue to produce, to experiment, to trial, to test, to thrash, and to keep ideating because one of those ideas, possibly more, is going to be the winner. And if you'd like more awesome ideas or advice 
or resources, then I would love for you to come across and check out my vlog. So I'm posting a new vlog on YouTube every single Friday. I will be sharing them up on my Natalie Sisson blog as well. But for now, if you go to nataliesisson.com forward slash vlog, that's V-L-O-G, you will be able to see the latest episodes. And so far, there's been some doozies. I also really like them because I'm being a bit of an idiot in them. I'm being quite entertaining. I'm making a fool of myself. That's not entirely fair. I'm having fun is basically what I'm doing. So there's lots of value in them. There's lots of insight and wisdom and advice. And there's also just some hilarity and quirkiness and me kind of goofing off. And I think we all need a little bit more fun and lightheartedness in and around the serious goodness and nuggets of wisdom. So please do check that out. If you're enjoying listening to this podcast and you're right now just happen to be able to rate and review it, then I would love you forever if you did that. I'd really appreciate it because it helps other people to find this content on quest for freedom and to learn and to be better and to be motivated and to become a freedomist. So let's listen into Adam right now. If you look across fields, the greatest originals are the ones who fail the most because they're the ones who try the most. Take classical composers, the best of the best. Why do some of them get more pages in encyclopedias than others and also have their compositions re-recorded more times? One of the best predictors is the sheer volume of compositions that they generate. The more output you churn out, the more variety you get, and the better your chances of stumbling on something truly original. Even the three icons of classical music, Bach, Beethoven, Mozart, had to generate hundreds and hundreds of compositions to come up with a much smaller number of masterpieces. Now, you may be wondering, how did this guy become great without doing a whole lot? I don't know how Wagner pulled that off. <laughs> But for most of us, if we want to be more original, we have to generate more ideas. The Warby Parker founders, when they were trying to name their company, they needed something sophisticated, unique, with no negative associations to build a retail brand. And they tested over 2,000 possibilities before they finally put together Warby and Parker. So if you put all this together, what you see is that originals are not that different from the rest of us. They feel fear and doubt. They procrastinate. They have bad ideas. And sometimes it's not in spite of those qualities, but because of them, that they succeed. I would love for you to share in the comments some of your craziest ideas and maybe even some of the ones you're working on right now and which ones you think might come off. Over and out. <laughs>